You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favorite fitness program, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Aight. Good morning. How you doing? Alright. Aight. <laughs> it's like a Saturday, isn't it, look? It is. It's the 7th today. It is. Not long till Christmas. Bit of a chilly one. It's six days till Friday the 13th, Israel. Wow. Oh, that's a bit scary, isn't it? Seven, day, seven days till Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. 18 days till the Brit Awards at the O2. <laughs> Sorry. Wake up, Paul. Wake up. <laughs> 54 days till the next bank holiday weekend. That's 54 Easter. days. Yeah. Are you alright? Yeah. I just dropped that fade in any second now. <laughs> there you go. That was nice That's and easy. Better. Much better. <laughs> How many sleeps till Christmas? Oh, about uh, 330. Oh, close. 320. Oh. What about the general election? I bet you're following that closely. Uh, that must be about 85 days away. Oh, 89. <laughs> hey, have you read this? <laughs> no, I swear I haven't. <laughs> He lies like a cheap watch. If you want to get in contact this morning, you can do. You can call us on Gloucester, which is 0452. 01452. Blind was living in the 80s. Isn't it? <laughs> 01452 348555. You can make textual intercourse with us by texting 0773 629 You notice I'm doing the wiggle on the chair? Yeah, I thought you Making were. Making me feel confident. You're wobbling about a bit. It's a confident wiggle. Gotta be done. You can email us as well, studio at severnfm.com. We've all the other messaging. We have with from our lovely Bagita. Oh. The Bergmeister as I call her. Is that <laughs> Bergmeister? I don't know what that is. We've had, is that alright to say that? Yeah. We've fine. had one from Phil as well. He's yeah. listening on the new stream. Good man. We've got a smorgasbord of streams now. <laughs> Get you. I know, check me out. We've actually got two stream servers. We've got one in Maidenhead and one in uh, California. Yo. We're only gonna we're gonna dump the one in California if it's a backup though. Can we no. go out, can we go out of the one from California because that's warmer? It is warmer at the moment. <laughs> the one in Maidenhead is not that warm. I'm blimmin' red line in here. Do you know why? Do you know why? Street turned oh, up the gain, didn't he? He's blimmin' turned the gain up, and yeah. I didn't check it because I shouldn't have to. Streety, 9.15 is your time. <laughs> Let's put that, write that down. Yeah, I'll tell you what, write it down, that okay. he's basically, oh, if he can't reset his knobs <laughs> post-deployment, <laughs> where, where can we be, Paul? Yeah, don't forget where? your post-deployment knobs. Oh, I've said it before. I've said it before. He always is it. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Well, uh, do you know what day it is today? Saturday. Yeah, it is. That's true. <laughs> It's also National Libraries Day. Library? Library, yeah. As in the place with books. As in Biblioteca. Oh, okay. Donde esta la biblioteca? Sorry. It's always bisexual in a Saturday It is, isn't it? Uh, It's also send a card to a friend day. So if you want to get that free Albatross postcard and send it to your friend, helps to spread awareness about the plight of the Albatross. What? I made that last bit up. (laughs) National Run for Your Life Day. Oh, great. That'll that'll please Streety then, won't it? That's in... (laughs) (laughs) With an all-day breakfast. That's in the US. (laughs) Oh, actually, <laughs> and I can appreciate this because I've got a sniffle this morning. You it's National Hangover Awareness Day. Oh, my word. I'm aware that I have a hangover. Did you have a few I only had four, beers. four Cobras. Did you? One of them bit me. <laughs> I've only had about three glasses of wine in over two weeks now. That's amazing, man. And they're all on one night as well. Yeah, they, you look, you look, Frank, your skin looks a lot uh, diff- <laughs> yeah. uh, more saggy. I, I put a fresh face on this morning. It's not, not all, oh, wait a bit. It's also St. Moses Day, uh, patron of Saracens, and Gr- 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 Independence Day. 
Patron of what? Saracens. Yeah. Saracens. He's a patron of the rugby team. Isn't yeah. He? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Interesting. Is it? I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's Saracens. Okay. Cool. Uh, Daniel Boone Escape Day, and as well as that, it's um, National. Oh, I can't say that. Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Yeah, fettuccine is a um, cheese, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. It's a food. It is food. <laughs> it's a food. What's fettuccine? It's I a pasta, no isn't idea. it? I have no idea. Do you know what the, do you know what letter we're bringing the show to from today? Uh, I think that's all grammatically wrong, but who cares? Yes. Uh, P it's for letter Papa. P. Yeah. Because we've got a back-to-back from the prodigy. We have when I find it. See, um, I, re- I read, I read <clears> the eight. Is, is it too oh. early? See, I don't know why our friend doesn't listen anymore, but Pearl Jam is a great band, isn't it? Which friend? Uh, you know, the one with the curly hair. Oh, MDF. Farty. Farty. Yeah. Yeah. He'd like a bit of Pearl Jam, wouldn't he? He certainly would, mate. So let's play Police Message in a Bottle. <laughs> Genius. Uh, a bit of Paolo... Paolo I can't say it, it's you and it. It's Paul Nutini. Paolo Nutini. Paul Nutini. Pa- Paul Nutella. Paul Nutella. <laughs> uh, new shoes, like that song. And another Paul, much more famous than you, is Paul Hardcastle. Yeah, hang on, you're not playing monkey face today. Uh, well, they don't begin with P, do they? Oh, yeah. They begin with C. For, uh, <laughs> sorry, they begin with M for m- monkey. Fettuccine is pasta, by the way. It, that's right, it is, isn't it? Checked it. Check your own. Yeah. It's already a bit smoking hot in here, isn't it's it? It's living. Going <laughs> We're going far, going today. Uh, <laughs> 75 years ago today, a Pinocchio premiered the Walt Disney film about a live puppet first premiered in New York in 1940. Did you oh, know that? No, we got a record by him because he starts uh, with P, doesn't he? He does, he does. Pinocchio. <laughs> first launched in the UK on May the 13th, 1940. Blimey. We were at war then. Were we? Me what, and you. you not, not, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. No, I ruined it. Too quick. Um, also, Ronaldo is expected to return to action in the Madrid Derby after serving a two-match suspension today. What, what for? Um, I don't know. It says molesting a dead horse, but I don't think it was mm, that. Okay. Uh, RBS 6 Rugby Nations. Italy versus Ireland. Rome in Italy. You're not a big Ruggers fan, are you? I used to be. So, obviously, the big game last night, wasn't there? England-Wales. Cracking game. Do we want to talk about it? Uh, we can talk about it a little bit. Go well, on, you were out. You didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. What happened? It was a great game. It was kind of... Who won? Nip and tuck. Nip and tuck? Yeah. Great for Wales. Yeah. <laughs> Nip and tuck. Um, no, it was a great game. England won. Uh, so they did. Facebook was awash with... Isn't it? Anti... Well, can you... Whose coat is that Jack? Racist comments about the yeah. Welsh. Yeah. Is calling someone a taffy alive these days? Because that was... There was a lot of that being posted. Here we go. I mean, come it's on. It's the river taff, isn't it? Runs yeah. That's what they call them taffies. They call us roast beefs. Or is that the French? That's the French. Yeah. I got a bit of Welsh in me. I've heard that. Yeah, so yeah. it's all right. I can laugh. If you stand up, then it'll be all right. <laughs> Anyway, enough of that filth. Uh, we should play a bit of Pearl Jam because it's a good song. It's four minutes fifty-seven. Means we can talk. Wow! Uh, bit of Pearl Jam now, and this is even flow. This might be live, so I think it is. Sounds like it is. A bit heavy for this morning. This is Seven FM. It's ten minutes past eight. It's February the seventh. Back with me and Clarkers. I'm Clarkers. Paulie boy, even <laughs> after this Pearl Jam.
gonna have to, we're gonna have to stop that. It's just too much. Oh, mid solo as well. I know. It's, he, that's he, rude, isn't it? He was isn't going it? for it. He was. Uh, and uh, Phil's just said he don't like Paul Jam. Well, he better get his own show though. Oh, on a minute. He has. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's a bit heavy for this time of the morning. It was the live version, which is not as tight as a tiger as no. the the uh, the recorded. We were just saying off air, weren't we? That oh, yeah. it, I don't like live versions as much. Rush are quite good live. Yeah, but I always want live versions to sound exactly like the record, which well, isn't really the point, is it? It's not the point, and it's almost not possible, as I'm sure Mr. Meat will, because he goes and sees loads and loads of live music, doesn't he? He does. He does indeed. He, he went does. to see his his uh, that Emmy McDade on Wednesday, I think, at uh, the Guildhall, because he wasn't listening to the show. But ah. he did send me an email, lovely man that he is, to say. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be listening tonight because I'm washing my hair. He's washing his hair. Yeah. Wow. Not on his head. What his real hair? Yeah. Well, he sends it away. Then his real hair. <laughs> <laughs> you're on. You're on phone. Wait till. Wait till street. Wait till quarter past nine and insult streety hour. Oh yeah, because we are inviting people to ring in and insult him <laughs> as well. It's Glidden himself. Um, if he wants to ring in and defend himself on air. <laughs> then uh, we won't let him. We invited him in here, didn't we, this oh, week? Oh, he's too busy. What's he doing? Oh, oh not got pe- a lot on. Got a lot on. Is he? Okay. Yeah. So I've got the gym. And pancakes breakfast. don't cook themselves, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, we've started an hour oh, early. Yeah, sorry, no, no. They have. I'll write it down. If you could, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so what else? What else happened years ago on today? Do you know? Um, Robin Hood uh, married Maid Marian. Really? Yeah, in uh, 1364. Well, apparently in 1497, the bonfire of the Venetis, if I said that right. I have no idea. My mum would correct me. Venetis, your cousin's Vanities. been correcting your gram- yeah, grammar on Facebook. My fit cousin, yeah. she used to be, yeah. When you say fit, that's <clears> nice. <throat> very attractive. Well, she why hasn't she got any Facebook pictures up then? Because uh, I tried I, looking at her. Yeah, I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which supporters of... Oh, I'm not reading that one, that's too uh, rubbish. <laughs> oh, there's 15 pages of them. There's a lot of facts there. Let's pick some from 1965. Oh, good year. Good year, wasn't it? For the roses. Cassius Clay became known as... Muhammad Ali. When he converted to the Muslim religion. He did. George Harrison of the Beatles had his tonsils removed this day in 1965. <laughs> That's improving his vocal ability. Yep, exactly. <laughs> the Who recorded Pinball Wizard Ooh. at Morgan Studios in London. Well, well. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Led Zeppelin scored their first UK number one album with Led Zeppelin 2. Was Whoa. it called Led Zeppelin 2 or just Zeppelin 2? Uh, I thought it was Led Zeppelin 2. Did you? Well, that's what it says. If MDF was listening, then he'd be No, he knows everything. Yeah. He does. He does. The Prime Minister, Edward Heath, called a snap general election. Did he? How does he do that? Well, he, went, he clicked his finger and went, quick, now it's on. Right, it's on. too late, I'm in. No, I'm in. Another five years. In, world, in Russia, the world's largest telescope started operation. Wow. That was in uh, 1976. And in 79, Pink Floyd premiered their live version of The Wall, which is a funny coincidence, because it's puff for pink. What is? Puff. We're on a P today, aren't we? We are P, yeah. It's a very, very strange coincidence because we got it here. Oh, cracking song. We'll be back after this. This is for you, our Phil. We don't need no thought control. No dark sarcasm in the classroom.
Yeah, losing me now. Oh, it's quick, <laughs> wasn't it? Your attention span's reduced this well, morning. Well, you know, it's I mean, come on. Come on, you've only got three quarters off. Come on, guys. Is there any we're going to play all the way through today, or? Uh, well, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and we've got a bit of PhD as well we're going to play later. Yeah, what song's that going to be? Oh, do you know, I don't know. It's got the word down in it. Get down. Won't. Won't down. Yeah. Down. Won't get down. Won't. Won't get down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing based on the words. I'm just going to have to play the very first beginning of it. And Go then on then. You'll just know it straight away. All right? Are you I'm, ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm not going to play the whole song now. Okay. Um, it's gone. Oh, it's in green. There you go. So this is what it sounds like. Ready? Oh. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Oh, then he, I, I don't know. You'll have to... See, that's a different version than the other one I had, because the other one starts with... I'm doing the... Don't let, I won't let you down, won't let you... Is that the song? That's it, yeah. Brilliant. I got it from... That. See, I didn't get it from the real one. I got it from you singing it. Thank you. I try not to fly in the face of public opinion, as you know. If you want to get in contact this morning, studio at 7fm.com. Or you can text us 0773-629-772. If you want to have a listen to the different quality of our streams, go to bbc.co.uk slash radio2 and... No? Okay. Um, <laughs> We're getting an online... You just got the same message. The new stream sounds more bassy. In fact, if you listen to the other one, Pete, I don't know what you're... Uh, Pete, sorry, uh, Phil, Ooh. I don't know what you listen to it on. I didn't mean to call you Pete. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> really sorry. No, I am really sorry. <laughs> If you go to 7fm.com colon 8000, that's the stream server. You can pick which stream you want direct. If you're listening on something that supports AAC Plus, Phil, then why not click on the AAC Plus stream, which is a 96k AAC Plus stream, and that is better than the 128. I have, uh, and the no 128 idea. is transcoded from that stream. So have a listen to that one, mate. And just if, if, if you haven't got the right codex on your PC, if you're on a phone, it'll work. A chance to write at work. Well, well. Um, yeah, well, true story. Would you notice a difference in quality on a phone speaker? Uh, not on a phone speaker, but, but if you on had your phone. headphones oh, on. Oh, on your headphonings, yeah, definitely. <laughs> headphonings. So, talking of phonings, uh, Ubuntu smartphone office alternative to apps. Have you heard about that? No. Right, Ubuntu. I'm re- I want one of these. Go. Well, I want one. A Ubuntu powered smartphone is coming to the market a year and a half after a previous attempt to launch a model with crowdfunding failed. The Aquarius E4.5 Ubuntu edition relies on a card-like user interface that is not focused on apps, unlike the original proposal. The handset does not become a desktop PC when plugged into a monitor. It is initially being targeted as early adopters, who developers hope will become advocates of the, for the platform. The British company... The British good, company... Good, good, good. Or Canonical, or Canon. How do you pronounce that? Canonical. That's the one, thanks for correcting me. Which (laughs) developed the Linux-based operating system, said it hoped it emulates the success of the Chinese companies, including (laughs) Xiaomi, I got that one right, with its launch strategy. This will include holding a number of fresh sales in Europe beginning next week, in which the device will be sold for short periods of time, giving the developers an opportunity to gauge demand and respond to feedback before committing to a bigger production run. I think that's fantastic. I don't completely understand what's so good about this phone. Right, Ubuntu is an operating system, right? And and if you talk to your son who's 12, he will tell you all about it, (laughs) and he uses it, and if you've got a Raspberry Pi... Which he has. Which we're going to talk about later, because a British invention, Raspberry Pi, again. Yeah, brilliant. uh, Then, uh, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, Then, Raspberry Pi, you can run 
Ubuntu or a version of Ubuntu on it. Yeah. Um, and Ubuntu is a derivative Linux-based uh, operating system from something called Deb. Debian. Ah, Debian, yeah. Which is from... Oh, what's this? Uh, Deb and Ian. Uh, I can't remember their names. Back from like 2000. Oh, is that where it came yeah, from? Yeah, there's their name. So, mm. it, it was a, a, you've got different flavours of, of, of Unix. Uh, Linux is a sort of free-based one. You've also yeah. got like uh, HP do their own mm, HP UX okay. and all that. And it's um, as well as your your um, main sort of um, platforms that support the op- their own manufacturers Unix. You've got yeah. these free-based ones. So Ubuntu right. can be free if it's for home use. And all these different Linux versions. So this yeah. is, a f- I think this is really exciting. So is this the first Unix-type-based phone that I'm aware of? It probably isn't, but I'm aware that it might be. That is quite exciting, then, isn't it? Because Unix is open source, and loads of people develop for it, and you've got lots of control over it. Yeah, you? Exactly. There you go. Like, I almost said like I knew what I was on about them. You for did. One so, split so f- second. So f- 128 AAC. We don't have 128 AAC. <laughs> well, Phil's listening on it. Hang on. Winamp. On his PC. Hang on, what's he listening on? You just tuned in, you're listening to Technical Air on... Ah, uh, you're listening to 64K, mate. Hey, can you t- oh, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I can tell. Because you've switched his webcam on. Yeah. <laughs> it says that. It's wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you go to... I mean, if you um, if you go to that thing, it'll open up. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> We've two conversations here at the we same are. time. We are. scary. Oh, something in your eye? I have, actually. Yeah, Literally. That? No, there is sort of a bit of sleep. Right? Oh, nice. Yeah, sorry, I just rubbed my eye. You were up early. I was up at 5, woke up at 5.30, worrying yeah. that I wasn't going to get up in time today. No, I wasn't. I actually woke up at 5 to 7, and that oh, is unusual. And the reason I looked up is I looked up at the curtains, because we live where we live, same as you, there's no lights, yeah. is there? Yeah, Outside. So I looked up, and I could see a thin stream of light above Ooh. the curtain, and I thought, Ooh. So it starts. Post 6.47. And I, I dreamt about 7FM all night. Oh, I dreamt about work all night. I dreamt, firstly, that, uh, I don't, this is very bizarre, that you were, we were the top-rated show last week. Why did you dream that? That's well, I said, fantasy in it. And then I also truth. dreamt that, and we came to the studio, and it's all coming back to me now, and the studio, you, instead of the monitors that you got up there, you had a big old telly. Gold telly? Old, you know, oh. like a big, what do they call them, the cathode ray tube. tube telly. And you came in and you were getting really cross me. You were going, well, what, something's different. What you, I've upgraded something. What is it? And I didn't spot it. What was it? And then at the bottom, there was like a foot pedal, like you get on a piano. Yeah. And it was a new mixer, and I hadn't spotted it. And you went, there, new mixer. And then I was going, but I, I got my showman's. I don't know. I don't understand how it all works. What do I turn up? What fader do I use? And I was getting a right old flap about that. Oh, really? And I woke up. It was a dream. <laughs> it was a dream. Literally. <laughs> Uh, Time for a quick ad break, then a song, and we're going to play a bit of PhD after that on 7FM. That's what we're going to do. It's all happening here, I tell you. Andy Clark on 7FM. 7FM. If your car crashes at 30 miles per hour, your seatbelt will stop you hurtling forwards at 30 miles per hour. But if you'd rather not use a seatbelt, you could always use the windscreen. Or you may prefer the dashboard. Another passenger is always an option. Or if you're thrown clear of the car, you've still got the old failsafe, the road. Think, front or back, always wear a seatbelt. Our lives run at incredible speeds, and it seems we have lost the pleasure to do things calmly and to enjoy them. We have forgotten that shaving is such a dignified and sophisticated ritual, one that takes up to 32 days in a man's life. Why not make these 32 days exquisite? 
Why not enjoy this time spent by yourself using great products that deliver amazing shaves and, to be honest, a bit of well-deserved pampering? Gallant & Klein is an independent store that aims to offer the modern man the tools to enjoy shaving and to make the best of these 32 days in his life. To find out more how to do this, then go to www.gallantandkline.co.uk. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Give you the best 
finally got it. Paul's singing along here, aren't you, Paul? You won't let you down. There you go, see? He is. 7 FM today, and all day, every day, forever. What? I've said he did that. I made it up. No idea what it meant. 8.32. Have you been to the pictures recently? I don't know. What are you, a copper? <laughs> Come <laughs> any of your questions? I haven't, actually. The last time I went to the pictures was a long time ago. Apparently. Uh-huh. Well, it's not apparently. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so there's a film out, Jupiter Ascending. Which All right. Which is a 12A, huh? uh, starring, oh, there we go, Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum. Steady. It's a spectacular cosmos spanning sci-fi adventure from the directors of The Matrix. Uh, Jupiter Jones, played by Mila Kunis, has always dreamed that she was destined for great things, but the reality of her life sometime in the far future is that of a downtrodden toilet cleaner. Oh, a story of my life. Yeah. Enter Kane, Channing Tatum, a genetically engineered, oh, this always happens to me, yeah. former military hunter oh, who's arrived yeah. on Earth. Yeah. Oh, this is just rehash the same plot all the time. Yep, yeah. Specifically I'll to track back. her down. Yeah. Addressing her as your majesty reveals that she is at the heart of a war between powerful rival galactic dynasties. Okay. It goes, sounds good, doesn't it? No. Uh, I think uh, Janine's taking George to the pictures tonight. Is she? Yeah. What's she going to see? Well, it might be that. It might be that. There's three. There's also Sean the Sheep. Is it that? I don't think it's Sean the Sheep. She's also taking my sister-in-law. And the interview. Sonia. Sonia D. Olcock. Oh. Okay. (laughs) She's still over from Peru. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, India. So, so they're all going to the pictures without me, which is fine, because I can watch film and drink some wine. I'll come in your house tonight. Yeah, go. Okay, we will hurry in this week. Yeah, I'm up for that. Uh, it's, the interview as well is also starring James Franco and Seth Rogen, or Rogan, I'm not sure. Rogan. And a few more as well. There's, there's, uh, so there's three new films What's this the weekend. interview about? Does it say, briefly? James Franco and Seth Rogen star in a hilarious comedy about two idiots recruited to assassinate a dictator. Uh, oh, of oh, course the interview. it's the interview. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course we'll talk about that. We'll, yeah. we'll oh, have a fat one. Exactly. Yeah, you will. Or anything. Yeah, don't call me that again. I won't. Not your face, anyway. So, talking about the interview, what's the strangest... How many interviews you've been for? So, you've been for the one down the docks. Is that the only one? Uh, no, I've done some other interviews. Okay. When I became a magistrate, I was interviewed a couple of times. Okay. I've uh, been interviewed by the police a couple of times. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> about my don't... motorbike accident. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that one. <laughs> so... Here are the, some of the strangest questions asked to British interview candidates, Brilliant. which is strange. Would you rather know a lot about a little or a little about a lot? Uh, no, it's not asking you. Oh. Just that's one of them. <laughs> okay, I was going to answer. Well, you can. <laughs> a lot about a little. Yeah, that's probably quite a broad sense, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> uh, who would you invite to a dinner party? Kylie Minogue. Okay, easy. Uh, who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman? Uh, Batman. And why? Because he's got all gadgets. Superman. Uh, Batman he's would have to... Krypton in his pocket, would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is your favourite Doctor Who? Um, Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. Oh, Tom Baker, yeah, same here, Ditto. Yeah. Uh, quite literally. <laughs> Daleks are everywhere, Daleks. Not bad. Thank you. Uh, so would you like a jelly, baby? <laughs> uh, which video game character would you like to be and why? Oh, that's a good one. Lara Croft. Oh, yeah, I would as well. I wish you were her. <laughs> I'd spend a lot of time in front of the mirror. Jiggy, jiggy, after the show. <laughs> Which three celebrities would you... Which three which celebrities? celebrities? Pluto, come on, Pluto. Uh, which three celebrities would you like to join for a night out? Denise Van Aten. Yeah, Kylie Minogue would be 12, back 15 in there, years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kylie Minogue and yeah. uh, another Kylie Minogue sister, Kylie Minogue. Yeah, that's Danny, Danny Minogue. Minogue. Yeah. 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 Okay. Maggie Philbin. She's, isn't she dead? Oh, do you know what, actually? She, I think she might be. No, you're thinking of the other one. What was Maggie Philbin in? Swap Shot. Swap Shot, yeah. She was very nice. She, she had dead? strange teeth. She's nice. A sort that, yeah. Are we on air? Do you wear jeans outside of work? 
Yes. Or, or inside of work. Um, yes. Sometimes. Would you like to do... What would you like to do if the sun di- dried out? Died out? What would I like to do? What would you do if the sun died out? Panic. <laughs> Die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what dinosaur would you like to... Oh, for God's sake. Where'd you get these from? I didn't get them. Tell me yeah. 20 unique selling points about this big pen. <laughs> um, it's blue. Um, this big pen. <laughs> it holds it's coffee. A, it's like a cup, yeah. <laughs> These are great interview questions. Do you know, I actually uh, I actually asked somebody when I interviewed for, when I had my mobile phone shop back in this sort of... Uh, oh, mobile phone shop? You knew that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you got me. Oh, no. You got me with my own joke. That's terrible. I feel dirty. Was it TK Mobile? No, it was AK Mobile. Oh, yeah. TK Mobile. <laughs> I don't know where That's John t- Coffer. Is it? Yeah, that's BT again. <laughs> um, yeah, so, what was I saying? You got me through me. Oh no! Um, you read someone out in there. Oh, the interview. Yes. Yeah. When I so when I asked the young lady that I employed, I just said to her, "How would you off- how would you organise the office party?" And she went, "What?" <laughs> she said, oh, "I got the job." I said, "Not yet." <laughs> how would you do it? So um, she basically told me how she'd do it. She said, "Well, I'd like to know what it, what is the party about." And I went, "Okay, good question. Cocky, <laughs> cocky, I like it." Um, the questions right Where's here. the venue? Yeah, where's the venue? Uh, and, and it was it was basically just showing her what thinking about organisational skills, and she got sure. the job. Okay, uh, she raided the shop, and now she lives <laughs> in Portugal. <laughs> well, did um, uh, do I want to go down this road? This r- road of Rude. questions. I what was know. she like then? Was she? I, I, I have a strange feeling she might have been attractive. No, nope, she had ginger hair. Well, I don't mean that that's, that's not, not attractive, not... <sighs> but she had ginger hair. That's being. Um, uh, I'll tell you this off air. <laughs> I knew there'd be a story. No, it's got nothing you. untoward. It's no, just you know, it's a bit personal. Okay, oh, was it? Yeah. So we're going to play a bit of message in a bottle now by police. Why oh, you tell me the story? Yeah, we'll do. You know, that's what we do on Seven FM. We we lie to your face and tell the truth behind your back. <laughs> this is the police message in a bottle. The time is eight thirty-eight on Seven FM.
o'clock on 7 FM. 7 FM. Three point safety belts, ABS anti lock braking, impact absorbing airbags. There are some road users who don't have the advantage of this technology. Easy. A horse and its rider have less protection than other road users. So think. Slow down as you pass. Give them plenty of room and be ready to stop. Remember, sounding your horn or revving your engine can scare a horse and could cause a serious accident. Think. Slow down for horses. Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier. Like choosing less booze. After a busy day, the old glass may help us relax, but drink can sneak up on us, and one glass can often turn into a few. Most nights. Too much alcohol increases the risk to your health and can lead to heart and liver disease or a stroke. But you don't have to give it up completely. If you drink every day, try having a couple of nights off a week or opting for a smaller wine glass. To check your drinking and for more tips and advice on cutting down, search Change for Life online. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. We're back. It's the Sembo Breakfast Show. Nice bit of music bed in the background. Bit Joe Satriani, the Golden Room. Do you like that? Do you like yes. that? Phil, 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 Phil. Do you like it? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, that's not Phil. Which is <laughs> the first voice coming yeah. in? That's not Phil. I like the Police song as well. I love the Police. Twenty first September, nineteen seventy nine. And what type of style of music was it? Classed as back then? They used to call it. Didn't they call it something like white, white reggae. reggae? They did. They did. Oh, it's very there interesting. You got that. Very, very well done. What was Brilliant. the album it was off then? I wouldn't oh, know this. Oh, I think it was uh, some in Solicity 2 or something like that. Regatta de Blanc. Oh, parfait, mon pote. Parfait. <laughs> uh, Satriani is coming to Bristol this year. That's no for the way. film Meister. I did not know that. No way. Thanks, Phil. Mm. We've also had an email in uh, from our good friend, uh, Bagita. Bagita has said the following email, when I can click on it. Hey! Hey, Dad, Dad, Bagita! Hey! No, that's what she says on her jingle, isn't it? <laughs> hey! Deha Bigita. All right. Hey, send something before... Oh, she's sending something before we hit the ice. Oh, I see. She's sending something before she hits the ice with her daughter. That's going to hurt. Finally getting a bit of sun, which makes life a bit less dark over here. Still, the sun sets at 1620. Wow. Short Blimey. days. Yes. Have a good show. Cheers, Bigita and Vanya. Stick for it. Van in earphone. <laughs> Although it's not that, is it? Yeah, quick fit. Quick fit. Quick fit. Of course, they're off to their ice skating lessons. They're off to their ice skating lessons. Uh, Both of them. I think Bagita does it as well, yeah. yeah. yeah what did she wear? Well, I'll show you a video later, actually. Video? They did, a, um, they did okay, an cool. 80s show. Uh, so she dressed like someone from ABBA. They pair of very tight trousers and a wig. Okay, that sounds <laughs> fine. Uh, Phil's saying that it's uh, 8th, 8th of November and it's £30 a ticket. Blimey, uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, he's, he's got all the info, our Phil. He's there. Nice one, Phil. Thank you. He's full of... Um, it's full of what? It, what are you saying? Yeah. Full, full of, of what? Full of knowledge. Full, full of, of it. it. Yeah. Oh, oh full sorry. Of knowledge. Oh, I see. Yes. Musical knowledge. Yes, he is. He very well is, actually. Yeah. Very knowledgeable guy. He's been in radio a long time. He has, yeah. For about 73 years. Yeah, really? That's what you said. Started at the age of five. Yeah, he did. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> true story. True story. Mostly summer. So, are you a Katy Perry fan? Not of her music, no. No. But she wears that red plastic thing on the Muppets thing that she did. That She really? looks rather lovely in that. Yeah. Isn't it wrong to be uh, a rocket sized from the Muppets? Not really. I used to like Miss Piggy. Oh, Kermit, my love. 
Okay, Miss Piggy. Okay, Miss Piggy. Okay, Katy Perry left the puppet show today with Miss. Sorry, Katy Perry. <laughs> Katy Perry uh, left Sharp Model removed. At, uh, left. No, I'll start again. So I start again. Yeah, Katy Perry left Sharp Model removed at lawyer's request. What? A website has been ordered to remove a design for a 3D printed model of the left shark dancer from the Super Bowl halftime show. Lawyers for singer Katy Perry contacted contacted Fernando Sosa, who had sold the design via an online directory of blueprints. Left Shark became a viral hit after appearing to forget his steps during a routine with the 30-year-old artist. Oh. 3D printing is becoming an increasing headache for companies trying to protect their IPR. Failing costs of 3D printers, falling costs of 3D printers, and other costs beginning with F, <laughs> coupled with a growing community of model designers means many small products can be made to a relatively high quality for not a lot of money. In a letter, the lawyer said, Do it, and we'll smash your face in. All right, <laughs> and we'll blow the doors off as well. The lawyer said Perry had not com- com- uh, consented to the use of the shark, which was being sold through shapeways.com. Brilliant. I want a 3D printer. Oh, I want a 3D printer. Trouble you could get into with that. What would you? I need to make something for the hot tub, actually. Do you? Yeah, I do. What? Well, something. Some <coughs> collection of young women? Oh, <laughs> yes. Made out of plastic. Can you print them? Yeah, you can. You can print anything. Good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of ink. Talking of that, I went to the doctors yesterday. Yeah. It's not a joke in this. Oh, like, okay. I did go to the doctors. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. I went. I had three things wrong with me. Oh, no. And the one I can tell you about, the other two I'm not. Okay. I'll tell you after. Um, the one was blood pressure. So, it's you know, high, I've started this, well, you know, I've started this sort of fitness regime. Yeah, yeah. The reason is, is because when I, <laughs> when I tested my blood pressure on Christmas Day, yeah. with the automated blood pressure tron Yeah. It was 199 over 88, which I thought was slightly high. That is quite high, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sort was of dead high. Coming out of your ears, yeah. like in Tom and Jerry. Exactly. I was I was exploding. Uh, so I then measured it a few weeks later after I started running. It was down to 161 over 88. Okay. Yeah, but that's still blooming high. On the day you checked on Christmas Day, did you just <coughs> check it the once? Uh, no. You did it repeated times. I oh, know. I did do it once. Yeah. It might have been just an anomaly. Sorry? An anomaly. Yeah. Well, I went yesterday and he checked it and he said it's 142 over 80. So that's okay, And I, I had a bit of hype co- white coat hypertension as well. Yeah. Which is nasty. Uh, you can get it in cans and it tastes of uh, aniseed. <laughs> it's lovely. No, I, had a, I always get that because even when he was doing it, my hand was, arm was shaking slightly, yeah. just like that. I get the same thing. Yeah. When I got in there, he said, what are you here for? And I said, well, I've got a couple of skin things and I've got high, high blood pressure. So let's check the skin things out. You've got skin. That's fine. Let's weigh you. Okay. Weighed me 97 kilos. He oh, said, what's that in English? Fifth, well, 15 stone five, which isn't right, because I weighed on my scales here and I'm down to below 15 now. But I was fully clothed and I had a pocket of lead as yeah. well, which obviously helps. And a uh, uh, World War II Army metal helmet on. Yeah, I did. Head, so I had yeah. that on. And I had a, your wallet as well, which yeah. obviously made me very <laughs> heavy. a lot. Full of pound notes. <laughs> and he said to me... Uh, okay, that's not too bad. You were 95 when we weighed last time, so you've gone up a couple of kilos. That's fine. And I said, well, I'm losing it. And I t- he said, don't overdo it with the running. He said, don't overdo it. Really? He's thinking of my knees, I suspect. Mm. He said, you know, just, if it sounds like you're doing, that's fine, but just don't overdo it. Anyway, so he sat down and he said, so we took all your bloods about three years ago. And uh, and I went, uh, no, we, we did that in June. And he went, no, no, it was three years ago. And I said, no, no, it was in June last year. I ate some mushrooms. And he just went, what, magic ones? And I just... <laughs> <laughs> and I went, no, they weren't magic. They were from the garden. And he went, oh. Oh, I see. 
Right. <laughs> just bear with me a second while I take all of the notes I've just entered off the patient that was in here before. Oh, uh, and, oh no. and <laughs> He went, I am really sorry. And I said, don't worry about it, mate. That's fine. Don't worry about oh. it. He kept apologising. Mind you, the notes he had up there was for a 73-year-old woman. Well, I did say to him, I actually <laughs> said to him, my ovaries are in and these breasts are getting tender. And he just burst out laughing. Dr. Unwin is great. He is brilliant. Oh, I shouldn't have said word. his name. Dr. Uh, Dave. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Dave, Dave was, yeah. um, is very funny. Uh, and when I got in there, he looked quite stressed because my appointment was at 20 past 11. And when Karen went up, because she came with me, because I had a call at half 11 to join. And I didn't join the call. Because I was next at 20 past 11. Right, okay. That was, I uh, got in there at 10 past 12. Oh, So he'd had wait. an appointment that went for 50 minutes. Oh, no. And when I got in there, he looked really stressed. And he said, do you know what? This job would be really good if it weren't for the patient. That's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> you so should have taken his blood pressure well, for him. as soon as he, yeah, he looked red and stressed. As soon as he said that, when I went out, he actually said, um... Uh, when I went out, he said, "Thanks." Don't come being, back he, ever. He, he said, "Thanks for being a model patient." Oh. And when I told him about these um, skinny things I'd found, right. he said, "Oh yeah, of course, because you get on the internet, don't you? Start checking it." Out. So he remembered me. Oh my word! So Phil's just said he's a good doctor, great doctor. So, so go to the yeah, same one. We do. Yeah. Was it Phil's records he had up before he, you? I think it was. <laughs> he said he was a 27-year-old woman with large breasts <laughs> and a beard. Yeah, the pipe. Something to ride onto. Something to hold onto. <laughs> Bridesmaid. Oh, 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 that was no. a bit of blackadder there. A bit of blackadder. Ah, ouch. Old um, Rick Mail, God rest his soul. That's yeah. really sad, isn't it? It was. Went in for a routine operation. Really sad. So he didn't go in for a routine operation. He had a, he had a heart attack, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But it had, yeah, it's really sad. Taken before his time. Definitely. Very funny guy. Indeed. Ah, killed the conversation well, there, yeah, isn't it? So, funny up to then. other bit, sort of tidbits today. Uh, Alice Cooper is a new grandfather after his son became a dad to twin boys. Ed Sheeran is convinced Sam Smith will sweep the board at Saturday, uh, Sunday night's Grammy Awards. And Ella Iyer has had her car broken into. Ella Iyer? Yes. John I- Mayer thinks Katy Perry's Super Bowl performance was awesome. Katie Berry will be joined by a domestic abuse victim during her performance at Sunday's night, Sunday night's Grammy Awards. Oh, cheerful stuff then. Oh, it's all happening, isn't it? What else have any interest is on here? Marilyn Manson courted controversy during his show in New York City last week by dedicating a song, oh, crikey, to a convicted killer who walked free from prison last year. He's, That's terrible. He's weird, isn't he? Manson. Sam Smith. Everyone loves Sam Smith. Do you love him? Yeah, he's good has released a touching music video to support the legislation of gay marriage across the world. And Village People star Philippe Rossi plans to wear his... his Philippe Rossi, yeah, not um, Philippe Rossi. Yeah. Uh, to wear his Native American costume with pride at an upcoming Australian musical festival, despite a ban on feathered headdresses, according to his bandmate Alex Briley. Sorry, there's a ban on feathered headdresses. Yeah, well, you know, it's the 1983 uh, headdressing oh. act. You're not allowed to wear them. Again. Yeah. It's probably... I don't know why it would be. Is it because birds Is are it? getting killed for their feathers or something? It could be something to do with that, couldn't it? Mm. They're not mad for synthetic headdress. Well, you've got a piano made of bird feathers and all the keys are ivory, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. And it's got uh, Dutch got, elm. It's made of Dutch still elm. Got, still got the elephant attached to it as well. Yeah, it has. Annoying, yeah. <laughs> that middle poking scene. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should, we do ten, or should we do ten things we didn't know this week? Go. This time last week. Or Fifteen, actually. Hull is the least romantic place in the UK. I thought it was things we didn't know. Okay. Chelsea's John Terry is paid for the club ha- club's hairdresser to cut his teammates' hair for eight years. Really? That's a long time to have your hair cut. You don't have any left, will you? <laughs> <laughs> on a Valentine's Day date, a fifth of men check where the nearest hotel is before they book a restaurant on the assumption that they'll get lucky. 
What are you doing on Valentine's Day and where do you, where do you want to go? We're, um, yeah, I'm going out for a meal, actually. With your missus? Uh, with another couple. I reckon it's a bit weird. They wanted to go out. I think people think we're swingers or something. Something wrong with that. <laughs> 60% of office workers don't think their colleagues should be allowed to go for smoking breaks. I agree with that. Yes. I really do agree with that. Because yeah. I have a need and I don't go for that need. No. Can you get that sort of breaks? They're not allowed to. It'd be a special sort of hut you go in. Did you ever watch um, your mate Simon Pegg on yeah. his... Um, Big train. They did one around that. Oh yes, and there was a ban on it in the office. I do. He hasn't accepted my friend request. Well, he obviously, doesn't like miserable you. smell of person. Yeah. One in two people in Britain will be diagnosed with cancer at some point in their life. God, that's that's a shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Although they do say now that more people survive cancer, indeed, than die from it. Which Absolutely. is, I mean, that's that's a great that's statistic. Good. Obviously, it's doesn't help for people um, who it's impacted by. I mean, in fact. I'm pretty sure we've all been impacted by that. Have you oh, been? yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody. You know, you remember, just as a slight aside, remember that charity single two years ago that we made? Yeah. I emailed the lady from the charity. Joe, you remember Did you say WTF? Her? Yeah, no. I just, I wanted to be... Why the... I was going to put... Uh, I thought it was due for your annual reminder to release a single, but I thought that sounded sarcastic. What anyway, she said, yeah, that's great. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, I'll send you some photos. You can put together a YouTube video and we'll go for it then. If you want me to produce it for you, then I let me do. know. Okay, that would be ace. You'd be much better at than me. Let me know. Great we'll just idea. Come over one day and we'll do it. So you can send us a load of photos. Yeah, okay, we'll do it. Just needs to be a slideshow. Perfect. Perfect. We'll put it together. Perfect. Thank you. Produced by Ringtone.net. That's fine. You can okay. do that. Seven <laughs> in conjunction with Seven FM. <laughs> Copyright. Paul Alcott. PLC. Do you know what forty percent of women have done to a man? Um. Yes, shaved off one eyebrow and uh, cooked it on toast. Oh, you read this? Yeah. Now, it's hurled footwear at him. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, no. Karen threw a can of Coke at me once. Did she? That could hurt. I know, it did. Here it her after. I punched her in the face. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Can we just say we don't, we just don't domestic violence? No, we don't. And, and we don't. And I mean we don't. <laughs> i tell you what, it's time to play a song. We're going to go and have a coffee now. If we had any Irish people living, we, we would live in listening. We play <laughs> the pogues. They're dead, are they? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, they are uh, listening. We play the pogues, but we're not going to because none of you are listening. So we're going to play a bit of uh, Phil Collins for Alex. This Good. is for Alex. You know Alex, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, we're going to play this for, for Alex. This is Phil Collins. You can't hurry love. He loves Phil Collins. Oh, I, I, no, actually, he hates him. Well, just play it anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll play it. And then we've got a back to back. Got a back to back from the prodigy. So wake up. This morning to the prodigy. Good. Uh, we'll be back after this on 7FM. Okay. Bye. Bye.
across Gloucester and around the world. From Euros Worldwide, this is Rebecca Foster and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM.
Now we got another one as well from the Prodigy. This is Charlie. I would say that's from 1997. Paul's going to look it up. I could be wrong. Charlie says this was from... It was one of those public information films where Charlie was telling kids not to go off with um, strangers and stuff like that, which was a real massive part of, well, when we were kids, Absolutely. yeah? Or setting fire things with matches. Def- oh, yes, it was, wasn't it? I used to do that as well. I'll talk about it. Banging round the, the kitchen, you should be now, Phil, hopefully. And by the way, you were right. I take it back. You were right. What was he right about? He was right that he was listening to the stream, the 96 AACP. He was listening on it, I know. He was listening actually on the new server, not on the old server, which is relayed to the new server. God, it's all techy complicated here, isn't it? Great song. Phil doesn't like it, though. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's Phil time. Meek on 7FM. He doesn't like it. Get get with it, Phil. He says he's too old. 91. He's not old. No, he's given me a thumbs up, though, to say I admit he was right, right and I was wrong. Oh, about the stream. It's a big man that can say that. Yeah. Talking um, to Barry. We haven't seen him for a while, have we? Oh, just giving up with him now. Yeah, he's written off, and he? Yeah, shame, really. 
Actually, no, it ain't a shame. <laughs> well, because you, you, took, you took his place, didn't you? Oh, no, I don't like to think that. Well, you did. Let's, let's just oh, I like to think I bush. took his place and improved it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. So, uh, we just tweeted out that uh, we played a bit of feel for Alex, of course, uh, Alex Huskerson, who does a fantastic show on a Sunday night here on 7FM. The mystery From train. 10 till midnight. It's a it's brilliant good. show. Yeah, I have listened to it. It's much better than Pete's show. Yeah. Much yeah. better. We are we're, we're nearly up to the yeah, time, aren't we? Four minutes. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, it's, it's a really good show. And we we know that he doesn't like Phil Collins. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, but Phil obviously isn't liked by Alex, which is fine. And I tweeted it as a little bit of a joke and said, playing a bit of Phil Collins now for Alex Huskinson. And he's come back and said, thankfully, I have a head cold, so couldn't make out the lyrics or music. <laughs> but much rather the prodigy. So Alex is a thumbs up for the prodigy, and Phil is a thumbs down. Yeah. Don't you think Phil Collins is one of those artists? I mean, in the 80s, he was massively popular, and now he's just become a bit not very fashionable. I don't know. Do you think he's a songwriter, wouldn't he? He used to write a lot of songs, Genesis and all that. I mean, he was the drummer in Genesis when Peter Gabriel... He was. ...was actually the... uh, Well, he was the the lead singer, wasn't he? Peter Gabriel's the lead singer, then he was. So what if Alex likes him? Do you think? Alex might like a bit of Peter, because he begins with P. He does. So, I mean, perhaps we should pay it. I don't know. Why not? Great song. Great. Sledge bit of sledgehammer. What do you think, Alex? Mark's at a 12 T. 9.12 on 7FM. It's the second month of the year. <laughs> it's the seventh day of the second month of the 2015th year. Oh, I'm just going to shut it. Bye.
and information for South Gloucester. Sure. 7FM. Indeed. So we got the thumbs up there from Alex, Alice Heskerson, who does the show on a Sunday night, 10 till 12, 10 till midnight, doing the, what? The mystery train. You've just said something about me. Have I? seen. A lot of people say Paulie Boy looks like him. Uh, you want to make Phil Collins or yeah, Peter Gabriel? Both. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> Phil Collins is bald. Okay, well, I mean the other one. <laughs> Peter Gabriel. So you didn't read all of it? Didn't I? No. Oh. Uh, hang on. Uh, Alex Hessington, rock and roll man. A lot of people say it, Paulie Boy looks like him. We don't say that. <laughs> yeah, just killed it really. Yeah. I didn't yeah. get that. Pathetic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lined him up and he's just knocked him down flat. I don't get it. No, no, don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's not that blue. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you what we do now. We'll do a piece. We've got a piece to read, Paul. Do you want to read that out? Indeed. You've got your own, but you can have mine. Oh, thank you very much. One in three in the southwest are more likely to show... I thought they said snow. Yeah. Show affection on social media than face-to-face. Absolutely. We can discuss this, I think. Yeah. A third of people are more likely to show social media affection than the public display of affection. One in five believe a relationship based on social media is as meaningful as a face-to-face one. A third said an awkward silence becoming a comfortable one is the true sign of a real relationship. Oh. New research. It's an awkward silence. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm slow. Man, he's slow. New research today oh. reveals that a percentage of men and women in the Southwest believe a relationship based mainly on social media can be... Mania. Uh, mania can be as meaningful as a face-to-face one, with almost a quarter, 23%, thinking that a relationship is considered more official than made public on Facebook or Twitter. The stug and my study. Oh, oh blimey! Just forget it. The study by Harkin Dars, as long as you didn't point it out. Okay. In partnership with the School of Life, reveals the reason's attitude to love and relationships, and hopes to offer some solutions. Relationship expert and journalist David Waters, I know him, along with life coach and writer Lucy Beresford, tell us more. Whatever the weather, we are here broadcasting to South Gloucester online at www.7fm.com. Seven FM. I'm Lucy Beresford and I'm a psychotherapist. Hi, I'm David Waters and I'm a couples counsellor. Hagen Dars interviewed over 2,000 men and women throughout the country to ask them about real relationships, real intimacy in their lives, and the influence of social media, how it helps these relationships or possibly distracts from them as well. And uh, it's come up with some very exciting and very interesting statistics. One of the main findings which for me has been a huge relief is um, over 72% of us still believe in, um, <laughs> in love as an emotion, which is uh, a big relief. There's also a really encouraging statistic, which is that over half of us also believe that honesty in relationships is crucial. I think it's quite surprising, though it's still quite a small number of people, it's around a a fifth of respondents um, said that it's as meaningful to have connection through social media as it is face-to-face. I mean, that's still quite a small number of people, but I think that may well increase um, looking forward. Um, And I think that doesn't bode so well. And I think we need to be cautious about encouraging that or seeing that as a good thing, because really... The, the point of this research, and I think both Lucy and I strongly agree that nothing can replace real connection between people being present with each other physically in the same space, uh, and really nothing can, can be equivalent to that. David and I have actually created five tips for people to... David and I have actually created five tips so that people can develop greater authenticity in their relationships and these are centered around five themes to do with spontaneity paying attention 
being together, simplicity, and the real you. Because what we've noticed is that what holds people back a lot of the time is this fear of being vulnerable or being authentic in their relationships. If we can encourage people and support them in being much more true and much more real, then their relationships will actually be deeper and more fulfilling. You know, we often think in relationships, it's when we show how powerful we are or how in control we are that we're really kind of developing the relationship. And actually the opposite couldn't be more true. It's when we sh we're willing to show that actually we're struggling with something or we're very uncertain about something or we really um, maybe feel sad or, or uncomfortable that actually that really allows, you know, our partner to sort of understand what's really going on for us and also gives them permission as well to perhaps show something more vulnerable about who they are. And that's really how relationships grow and develop. It's much more through that sort of more sensitive and more vulnerable sides that we're willing to show. Um, and I don't think we often get that message. I think, you know, the romance industry is often about being sort of powerful and in control. And really, that's, you know, a little bit of a delusion, really. David and I have put together five top tips on how to keep relationships real. And they're at the following Tumblr site with the address hagendasuk.tumblr.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. Are you more likely to do that, Paul? I think so. What, eating Hagen dazs No, no, no. To share your um, your relationship um, love across so, Twitter than you would on real face to face so with I, another man. Yeah, I, no, no. I don't. I don't kind of put that stuff up on social media. Why? Well, you, because it's he's private. interested. It's private. However, I am. I am more likely to be affectionate towards my friends in online and in a message than I would be in real life. Yeah, because you've never hugged me, but you've put messages with an X at the end. Yeah. So I've gone to, to see psychologists about that. <laughs> Frequently. Freak. And you yeah. know the thing I don't like <laughs> on social media? The cryptic status updates. Oh, yeah. It was. One... I can't believe it happened to me today, but it did. Yeah. What? What, what happened? Yeah. Oh, I, I made a cup of tea made out of badger urine. Someone put up... I won't say it was... She won't listen anyway. Yeah. It's not really a friend, it's just on my list. Okay. On your list of what? Conquests? Yeah. No. Okay. And it said something like, um, Janina, three years, three years too late, you had the chance at the time. Oh, was she talking to you? No. <laughs> and that was it. And of course, then you get all the people, I mean, why? Who is it, love? Oh, it? what have they, what's he done yeah, to you again? Oh, get over it. Yeah. I just delete. Not interested. Not interested. If it ain't about me, I'm not interested. And now I notice that she does these cryptic things it just winds me up oh. I don't know her well enough to say get a bleeping life why is she on your Facebook if you don't know her well I do know her but if you don't know well enough what, what, would you take her for a meal well I don't know would you, I don't know her well enough to sleep in a hotel room in a separate bed uh hmm get back to you on that one okay <laughs> <laughs> do you think Lewis Hamilton and Nicole uh, Nicole I can't say it is it Scherzinger that's him uh, do you think they'll ever make up their minds about whether they're a couple or not uh, if I was with Lewis Hamilton and his money, I'd be a couple with him. Would you? Absolutely. Well, it's funny, because if you open that door... <laughs> Lewis! You can leave. <laughs> Apparently, women are more likely than men to take sick days and are happier to have an embarrassing excuse. It's funny, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Because, yeah, so come on, give us the best excuse you've ever used for being a bit sick, Paul. What is it? I've never been... Pretended to be sick when I haven't been. Well, yeah, but what... Okay, but uh, what have you had wrong with you? <laughs> well, there's a one time I had a bit of a funny rash and I sent a picture to my boss to say, this is why I ain't coming in. Have a look at that. And what did he say? Ooh. See you in, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some cream. I'm off to the vets. <laughs> what? <laughs> have you... Uh, what about... Um, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
So, have you got a new sofa? No. We're, we're thinking of buying one. Okay. <laughs> but what I want to know is, why does it take between eight and ten weeks to get a sofa delivered once you've paid for it? I don't understand that. Are they it doesn't take to that order? long to make it, though, does it, to be uh, fair? I don't know. I could knock a sofa up in a couple of days. Could you? <laughs> I bet you could knock anything up in a couple <laughs> of days. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you're in a long queue. So why why is it? It's blimmin', It's like with cars, isn't it? They do the same thing with cars. Mm. Um, like Volkswagen. Three months to get a Volkswagen. Really? After you paid for it? Yeah. And no. because they what then they go and build it. And so imagine the... going into a shop and saying, "I'll have, um, I'll have, uh, I've cut the slices of ham. Uh, three three months. We've got to go in. We've got to grow the pig. We've <laughs> got to kill the pig. We've got to cook the pig. Then we have to uh, then we have to cut it up. So it's three months. Is that all right? Yeah, fine. I'll be back uh, <laughs> November time. That's fine. And in the meantime, surely they've got your money in a bank account, <clears throat> making exactly. interest. I want. I'm. I'm part of the want it now culture. Definitely. Indeed. I want it now, and I want it. I want it. I don't want to pay for it. Why hasn't just one sofa company twigged? If they offer a one week delivery, they clean up. They would, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, because you go in, you think I want a new sofa. You want it straight away. Yes, I want it now. Yeah. We bought a mattress, and I think we had to wait five days for that because someone else was sleeping on it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had to wait for the hospital bed to be vacated before exactly. you could have it. Yeah. Exactly. Fair enough. True story. <laughs> oh, we've missed something. We haven't. Well, the Pete Street thing. Yeah, yeah I know. I thought about it. Oh, oh we can no. still ridicule him. All right, he's horrible. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not spontaneous. No, it's not. It's not. Oh well. So he's down the gym. Yeah, gymming it up. Allegedly. Yeah. Jenny is. He's. Yeah. Jenny <laughs> could be. He went. He had to go home last week. Apparently, he only goes down the gym because Caroline goes. Oh, is that what it's all about? So Caroline goes to the gym. So. So Pete goes along right. with her and sits in the car reading the paper. You so know... Go on, sorry. He could come here, couldn't he? He could do. It's all about me, isn't it, with him? He can't get in, he ain't got the strength to open the door. No. <laughs> Caroline has to do it for him. He does all right with a blimmin' fridge door, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps if they made it the gym so a light came on when he opened it, he'd be there like a shot, wouldn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, there? especially did. And, uh, and, like, all this steaming Stella in the background. Yeah, or something, like, straight steaming Stella. she go to the gym? <laughs> Drink me. What did she say? She'll be telling her Stella. Ste- steaming Stella go to the gym. we got a lip pronunciation problem today. We have. Do you reckon what? Pete wears lycra in the gym? Oh, definitely does. I've seen a photograph. In oh. fact, I'm going to make one up. In fact? In fact, oh. I'm going to make one up and post it today. Oh, yeah. Just on my Facebook page. Pete I've and just... his unitard. Yeah, in fact. Do you remember? Why are we saying in fact? <laughs> Why, in fact, do you remember the green goddess? Yes. Wouldn't she look good with a Pete, Pete Street Pete face Street on? Pete face on, yeah. yeah. So Umar's really good at these. Oh, definitely. He does, uh, he does these very good yeah. at them. He did one for Ed. Uh, on a picture of a tractor. Okay. <laughs> it's very good. Because apparently we sound like carrot crunches to these cockiness. Do we? Wow. Oh, I don't know what I mean, Ed actually is quite posh, if anything. Okay. He's, he's a captain in the army. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. So we're going to get Umar to mock up a, a picture of Pete Street. Well, no, I'll do it. You'll do it. So I'm better than him. Have you got a problem down there? I have got an itch on my buttock. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. But you better change it from green, though. Let's make it... What can we... Let's think of a play on words here. The... The blue balloon. <gasps> change it to blue. Blue. Uh, but uh, oh, it's difficult. I don't want to change it to blue. <laughs> <laughs> the green. We can't call him the green goddess, can we? Uh, well, we could do. Well, we could call him the green gonad. So, hang on. What the green? <laughs> the green gonad. <laughs> <laughs> Down the gym. I can <clears> see <throat> the video series coming out. I can see it as well. Keep with Peter Street, yeah. the green gonad. He used to look like this, and now he looks like this. From this to this in one week, on the street, the street diet. Have you seen that spoof photos going around? Uh, big fat pink? bloke, yeah, with a pair of glasses on, posing with his shirt off, really massively fat. And another one of him, 
without his glasses. And, said, and then he says, in two weeks, Peter managed to lose his glasses. That's fantastic. <laughs> we could mock Pete's head on that one. We could. There we go. I think we've done that one to death. Well, a bit of Miley's left in it if we really want to. Well, we'll, we we'll, give it. Him, we'll give him a bit of a break, won't we? Should we give him a bit of a break? Yeah, the poor it's, old simpleton. I st- do you remember that Tesco? Oh, yeah, do you remember that Tesco shopper in Plymouth? No. He was asked for ideas. She brought fruit in case it fermented and turned to alcohol. You are winding me up. Ever asked for ID? Have you been, ever been asked for ID, Paul? Not for fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got... This banana's looking a bit dodgy. Sir, have you got any ID on you? I remember <laughs> buying a smoked pork sausage once and a couple of apples... And you strategically put them on the uh, conveyor belt. Oh, yeah. That was many years ago. In it that was. Lost the Sainsbury's. That's before we split up, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was quite funny because the look on the woman's face as this thing went past on the conveyor belt. Mm. It's good. So do you do you ever get asked for ID, even though you're way past 50? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, 18. Every now and again I do, yeah. When I went to America with uh, my mate Steve and Paulie Boy, the other, the original Paulie Boy. Oh, hang on, hang on. Yeah, can't be another well, one. Well, the, the, that's where Steve co- coined the name, Paulie Boy. Oh, great. So I nicked it. And uh, we went into this, um, went into this petrol station out there um, in America, in New England, near a place called Lake Senape. Actually, it was really nice. And we drove over the lake, which is scary. Because it on. was summer and it was hot, it was wet. No, um, <laughs> it was frozen. Oh, oh, my word. I know. Uh, and a guy from Tewkesbury, funny enough, was working it there, and he took us over in his, in his uh, two-tone four with tinted glass. That is bizarre. I know. Big, it was like the Scooby-Doo van. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, and basically, went into this place, and uh, we bought some beers. Well, it wasn't beer, it was lager. Well, they call it beer, don't they? Yep. And he said, uh, have you got any ID? I was like, what do you mean, have we got any ID? We, no, we haven't. Our passport's back in the... Uh, you need to go back and get it. It's like, well, we're obviously not 18, so I don't care. He's 21, and, um... What, you've got to have proof. You've got to have proof. End of story. Mm, they have some funny laws. Oh, they do. Remember being in Canada once, going to a party with someone, and we had some, like, can of beer in the car on the way? Yeah. And the Canadian girl that's driving was going, you can't do that. I was like, it's just drinking a can of beer, we're not driving. No, you can't have a, you can't have an empty can in the car. Massive. And someone pulled up next to us some traffic lights, and they were shaking their fist and going mad. That's because they recognised you, though, yeah. not because of the drink. No, I, and I was like, what, what? It's just a can what? of beer. What? It's true, actually, that. It's yeah. true. Um, yeah, that is a true story. Okay. Another P now. <laughs> <laughs> just being famous. <thanks. laughs> Pat Benatar, love oh, is a battlefield. How cool is this? In there. Let's see what, how this, uh, this goes down with our listener. Rock and roll. Indeedy. Do you know what year this was from? Ooh. 81? Could 79? Be. I'll I, check it I out. I can see in my mental brain... 80, <laughs> 82. I can see the words 82. I could be wrong. We are young.
7FM. If I told you I'm a victim of domestic violence, what do you imagine I look like? You probably think I've got a fat lip, a black eye. Actually, I don't look like that at all. My husband's never laid a hand on me, but he still makes my life a living hell. If I arrive home five minutes late, he questions me for hours. He watches my every move, monitors my calls, checks my emails. He forced me to give up my job, my family, and my friends. Domestic abuse doesn't have to be physical. Act now to help stop domestic violence. To donate £3, text the word ACT to 84424 or visit womensaid.org.uk for more information. Change for Life is about making changes to be healthier, like getting our five a day. It's not hard. Often we're halfway there and don't realise it, like a banana in our cereal, glass of fruit juice at breakfast or veg in our soup. Even tinned, dried and frozen count. It's easy to be food smart. For tasty five-a-day ideas and recipes for cheap, healthier meals, search Change for Life online. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. So we're back on 7FM after the quick ad break and uh, a nice little song from our good friends. So what, sorry, what were you saying before I didn't catch all what you were saying before we came back on air? I, w- I, w- I won't ask you that again. <laughs> it's not appropriate. <laughs> Raspberry Pi, man, tell me all about it. What do you want to know? Well, I want to know what's going on. Is well, there a number I, two? I don't know. There is a number two. <laughs> I would tell you. Okay. I would if only I could find it. Good. Oh, it's because it's in a different colour. Yes. The Raspberry Pi, so it's the cheap credit card size computer aimed at getting children to code which has been a huge hit with hobbyists, too. It's like a tongue twister. Mm. The latest version of the Pi was launched this week. As you can see here, it doesn't look any different. As you could see, if you could see it, it wouldn't look any different. But the Pi creator, Eben Upton, explained to me that it's much faster. Rory Catherine jones talks to Raspberry Pi creator about the latest model. Stop going up and down with your voice, stupid. News and information for South Gloucester, 7FM. The Raspberry Pi, a cheap computer on a scrap of circuit board aimed at teaching children how to program. It was an unlikely, enormous success when it was launched uh, just under three years ago. And now they're bringing out another one. Evan Upton, uh, you've got in your hands Raspberry Pi 2. I have to say it looks identical to Raspberry Pi 1. What's the difference? This is really a PC now. 
you can do most of the things with this that you can do with a PC. You can surf the web, you can, uh, you can watch videos, you can play games like Minecraft, but we also bundle it with all of the tools that children need in order to learn how to program. So how successful has the whole project been so far, particularly in changing the way children look at computers? It's not just Raspberry Pi, this broad movement I think has managed to, to have an enormous amount of su success. Obviously we have a new curriculum now for teaching children to code. Uh, at Cambridge we now have more people applying to study computer science than we had at the height of the dot-com boom, which was our previous, uh, our, just our previous maximum. So I think things are going pretty well. Because at first, it, rather than children buying it, it turned out to be middle-aged geeks, people who were nostalgic yeah, it about people like, It was people like me buying it for the first few months. Um, and th th that turned out to be great, because what happens is people like that buy them, they do projects with them, those pro they write those projects up on the web, uh, and then teachers find those projects and then use them with their, their, their class. So that turned out, it felt like a weakness at first, but I think it turned out to be a strength in the end. You sold over four million of them. Isn't the market now just saturated? We don't think the market's saturated. Uh, we're selling more every month. We're selling about 200,000 a month now, so two and a half million a year. You started off with quite modest aims. Uh, yeah. w what are you saying now about this as a British computer? Uh, we're very, very close to it being the best-selling British computer now. I think another half million, and we'll, we'll go past the, the Sinclair Spectrum as the, as the best-selling best British computer. Um, it's great for us to, to have that level of success. It's also great for us, obviously, that we can build it in the UK. We build the vast majority of these now in South Wales, at the Sony factory in Bridgend in South Wales. So it's wonderful. Little tears come to my eye there. Another British invention. That's good. I hear um, Pete Street's taking that programming. Is he? Yeah. What sort? Well, he's, he's, he could get a Raspberry Pi for 20 quid. He'll have a couple, he said. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, no, that's another go at Peter Street on 7FM. I just made that up. You can probably tell. I could tell it wasn't that good. Does your son... Have you got a Raspberry Pi? You, well, you have. I have. You? It's in the church tower at the moment. Is it? It's connect it is. <laughs> for being naughty. <laughs> Rapunzel, Rapunzel. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's up there. Yeah? I can talk to it from here. Good. By that, shake no? That's you. Did, your, did you get your son ever get into programming? Oh. Is, is wow. it an Xbox? Uh, no. No. I think you know the answer is no. Okay. Or 12T, one of them. I'm but sure. George is into his computer games, but even he was really loves his Raspberry Pi. See, I think I could get Emily into it. I th I'm pretty sure Emily Emily likes stuff. She likes wa watching Air Crash Investigation. Talking of that, did you see that blimmin' uh, ATR-72? That hit the bridge. Yeah. Oh, dear I me. mean, it stalled. The aircraft clearly stalled as well because it just came down like that. That's the plane I go to Dublin on. Oh, you're on joking. Tuesday. Not that one. That but video footage was soon. incredible, wasn't it? It was captured from a dashboard camera. Oh, goose pimples. Yeah, it made your stomach go. But only, was it four people were killed or three yeah, people? Yeah, pretty lucky, really. But, um... Right into a river, didn't it? I mean, you think if it was another 10 foot or 20 foot shorter, it would have smashed straight onto that carriageway. Oh, amazing. It's shocking. And the thing about that footage, it was a yellow van in front that it, just did it hit it or slammed its brakes on, as you would do. Yeah. Oh, that, that would test people on the emergency stop procedures, wouldn't they, driving oh, test? yeah. Right, the plane comes towards fly it. this plane in front of you and crash it. Yeah, See well, how quickly you can stop. When I put this, <laughs> rather than put your hand on the windscreen, it's when I put the uh, near side of the aircraft's wing through your windscreen. It was incredible footage. Made Tragic, tummy go. Tragic. Yeah. Mm. So, Google Glass. We've only got quarter minute left. Wow, I know, it's, it's mad. It's quick. gone really quick, isn't it? Google is starting again. From scratch with the Google Glass project, reports the New York Times. Sales of the controversial smart spectacles were halted in January, and development of the prototype was also believed to have been halted as well, just after Barry Kirby from Gloucestershire <laughs> yeah, bought 28,000 pairs. <laughs> 
Glass Development is now being driven by former Apple gadget designer Tony Fidel, who has recently uh, reset the project. The new version will be developed internally and only released when finished. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What is it, though? The newspaper said, first revealed in 2011, Google Glass made a big impact in mid-2012 when the company demonstrated it at its developers' conference using skydivers and stunt cyclists. Well read. Be careful there. Uh, But the Times said in a lengthy article about the project's life, many working on the device were unhappy and with this exposure because it meant its final development had taken place in public. What a shame. Well, that's true, but you want people using it and saying, I like this, I don't like this, it's good for this, it's no good for that, don't you? Yeah. Isn't that what Bazatron did? Sergey Brin and the other one, I can't remember the other one's name, from Google. Um, Larry Page, is it? Yeah, Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Don't like you. Don't like your products, don't like you. Okay. Don't like what you did to me in 2008, which I can't talk about, because I, I signed an NDA. Still haven't told me about this. No, I can't. I signed okay. an NDA. Don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm a good public. Risk, and risk the risk. Risk <laughs> the wrath. Risk the wrath of Google.com slash underscore. <laughs> what are you doing today, Paulie boy? Uh, not a massive amount. I should be running, really. Now I'm better. Yeah? Are you better? Better yeah. at what? Running? No, I kind of... You know that little flurry of running... However, I have been mega healthy for mega. two weeks. Really? Yes, I've been following a low glycemic, glycemic index diet. Have you lost any weight? Well, do you know what? No. Everything. I wore a pair of trousers on Thursday. I haven't been able to get into since about March last year. Yeah? And I got on the scales, and I'm exactly the same weight as I was three weeks ago. How does that work? Well, because clearly you're uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what would Peter Street say? He'd say, I uh, wish I looked like you. Do you think he would say that? <laughs> no. He's a lot younger than you. He is, but you wouldn't know it, would you? I'm not looking at him. He looks no. ancient. Oh, yeah. He's got glass eye. <laughs> yeah. False teeth. False teeth. Wooden leg. Curly. Walks with a lisp. Curly black, <laughs> bald head, and a head of hair <laughs> on his ears. So I'm not doing a lot today. I'm going to have a coffee. Where are you going for friend? that? Well, George goes to his karate lesson. There's a coffee shop just next door, so... Where is it? In Brockworth. Too far. I'd have come over and had a coffee with I'm you. I'm inviting you. Um, I just turned up naked. <laughs> said I'm the lover. <laughs> and do you know what? My two friends would have believed it. They would have. Are you, oh, you're going with two friends. Oh, <laughs> you got other friends, have you? Andy and Fiona. Well, Who I, are I, these I, other friends? Well, if I had an Umar count today, I'd be up to about ten times you mentioned him. Yeah, not, not that I am counting. No. Oh, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Done. 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 No, Alan. You, Done. you mustn't. <laughs> no need for that. I, I feel like I actually want it to be very cold so I can't do anything outside so I can have an Alan Partridge weekend. I think your wish might be come true today because it's freezing out there. It's, it can freeze the, was it nadgers off a brass, brass monkey. monkey? Yeah. Was it a glass <laughs> badger brass. with brass yeah. eyes <laughs> of the dot slash underscore dot com? Uh, what are you do? So you're not, you don't want to do too much then? I should put this up onto the list again. I should, I, so last week I used my log splitter. Oh, did you? I might split some logs. Oh, I, know. I might have to borrow the log splitter. Well, as long as you don't break it, because I have a habit of lending people stuff. Oh. I either don't get it back or it gets broken. I'm borrowing it then. All right. <laughs> if you won't let me break it. My logs are massive. 300 quid. I know. My logs are massive. I've heard that. You can They're get... Like, um, you that need big. That's good for the radio, isn't it? Seneca, isn't it? No, what's that stuff you can take? <laughs> Centipod. Centipod. No, it's a raceway, isn't it? No. Oh, a Centipod. <laughs> I took Centipod by mistake. Yeah. It didn't help me. I just went to the toilet quicker. Yeah. <laughs> and then died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a laugh, isn't it? What is? That noise in the back of your throat. That's a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Follow that. Well, not really. I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, me? No, I used the log, so I split about um, 
Well, some of the log, some of the logs where I'd left them at the field, they'd started to get woodworm and were rotten. But I dried oh. them. It doesn't matter. I dried them out. I mean, it just means they'll burn very quick. Yes. Um, so we basically put sort of two, filled the log. The, the log house is now two thirds filled. Okay. And I've got another probably f- four log houses worth of. Is un- your log house the one out by the front of your house? I made yeah? that. Yeah. That's a little log house, isn't it? All right. Because we've got a bigger log oh, house. Oh, have you? But even that, we go through the log so quickly. Mm. What, you mean you look through them? Yeah. <laughs> what for? Bigger logs. Spiders. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. No. Carol's um, got a moth obsession at the moment. A moth? Yeah. Have you actually been opening your underwear drawer again? <laughs> In my <me> wallet. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Is it any time for the news? Proper the, news? No, we've got a couple of minutes there. All right, okay. Come around here with your sure, big sure. mouth. <laughs> I need to cough again. <clears throat> if you could, I'll just drop the faders for you. Yeah, that's nice. The trouble is I laugh, and then it makes my throat tickle. Which which singer caught her hair uh, in the blades of a fan as she was performing in concert in Montreal in July 2013? Was it the Bee Gees? Yeah, that's him. It was Beyonce. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Who became the presenter of the UK television show Antiques Roadshow in 2008? Fiona Bruce. She, I've met her. Your mate. She, when you say met, yeah, she I looked at you in a she, funny way. Well, I was in the corridor and she walked past. And as she walked past, she sort of looked at me. I looked at her and I thought, that's Fiona Bruce. So I stopped, <laughs> looked round at her. She went into the BBC News studio, opened the door. Locked it. Stop, no, stopped and, look, <laughs> stopped and looked back at me. But what did she do facially when she looked back at you? She, well, she had a bucket and she was sick into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody said that she thought you were Matt Lucas. Or she couldn't believe oh, your joke, which is, uh, which I've capitalised on so much. Can you be so ugly with only one head? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. The thing is, I use that as mine now. Okay, that's fair enough. Actually, was it your joke? I think, I think it's Simon's. How can you be so ugly with only one head? Yeah. <laughs> that is clever, though, isn't it? Isn't it Bell's funny? Guilty as a vicar with a... Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking to Vickers. How is Father Andrew? He's all right. He's all right. He's doing the old dance attack tonight on 7FM, no. 8 o'clock. If you want to listen to some dance tunes, fantastic dancing it up on a big staley, then you want to listen to 7FM between 8 and 10 tonight. It's a good show, that one. It's a very good show. Good music. Uh, our in-house he vicar. He knows his stuff. It's he really does. weird that he does a Christian music show and a rave dance. Well, and he's a vicar. Thing. And he's a vicar. Yeah. If you watch him and doing his vicking... <laughs> vicking? <laughs> would you call it vicking? <laughs> Or is it vicarin? I hope that doesn't mean something else. I have no else. idea. It doesn't mean that, no. Good. Do you know, we are on fire. How many coffee? Do you know that coffee we had? <laughs> yeah. It was extra strong this morning. Oh the thing God. is, it's really put us on fire. It does. It explains that, then. I'm going to ask you three questions I want to know the answers to. Okay. I don't to spell, I'm going to spell this word. What? How do you pronounce P-T-O-L-E-M-O-E-S? Ptolemies? Ptolemies. Probably a silent P. So, the Ptolemies... Ptolemies, or is it Ptolemies? I reckon it's Ptolemies. P, yeah. Were ancient rulers of which country? Uh, Ptolemies. Uh, Egypt. Yeah, you read this. I didn't. Uh, was that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it is. What is the three-dimensional shape with 12 plain faces called? Uh, a dodecahedron. Oh, you have read this. You're no way are those yeah, two both yeah, right. Yeah, you are, yeah. The city of Zurich lies on which river? The... I've been there. Danube. <gasps> You're, none of them are right. No, the first two were. It's River Limat. Oh, I have been to Zurich. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the, the first two were right. No way is a dodecahedron 12 yeah, sides. it is. And Egypt was the country Get for the, in, the Ptolemies. I've you... not read that. During which year was Mary, Queen of Scots, executed? Uh, February. Yeah. Not which <laughs> month, which year. Um, Saturday. <laughs> That's it. I keep going from words that have no relation to the month. Uh, sorry, to the year. I reckon Mary Queen Scots. 
Think about uh, it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Seventeen eighty four. Seventeen eighty four. Lower, 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 lower. Sixteen something. Lower. Fifteen. Of course it was. Fifteen higher. Seventy. Higher. Fifteen eighty. Higher. Fifteen eighty five. Ooh, a little bit higher. 1586. Tony, a bit more. 1587. Well done. Oh, I knew it. Oh, I'm well so done. glad. I'm so clever. You're very well there, Brilliant. Paul. Fantastic, mate. Well done. Let's just play some... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love coming in here. I, I hate you. I, I love it. Go home. No, I'll well, Smell of irony. <laughs> right, it's now time to do the newspapers on 7FM, which we're going to do the front pages from today in a slightly different format. We're going to do it naked. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. I know. It's a true story. <laughs> So the newspapers today, uh, now hacking claims dominate the papers. The latest allegations in the News of the World hacking saga once again fills the front pages of today's papers. Even war widows on hackers hit list says the Daily Mail's headline, while the Daily Mirror declares the alleged developments morally obscene. In The Guardian, Simon Hoggart says in the special debate in the Commons was like a conference on section 867 of, is it Regets? Roger's. Roger's Thesaurus. Disgusting, appalling, sorry, immoral and revolting were just some of the words cited by MPs. And the Financial Times describes Rupert Murdoch's newspaper operations in the UK as having been engulfed by a positive tsunami of fresh claims. If all the allegations are true, the independent Simon Carr says News International would appear to be in breach of all the Ten Commandments. And also Magna Carta, the Bill of Rights, the Broadcasting Code and very possibly Newton's Laws of Motion. Mr Murdoch's bid for outright control of B-Sky B is now in jeopardy, ads. The Guardian says for years MPs have been terrified of the Murdoch press, but that is gone. It thinks waving the merger through would be extraordinary now, while the Mirror agrees the deal is in turmoil as the sky falls in on Murdoch. The Times thinks it could be weeks before the government decides whether or not to approve the takeover. The paper points out it's not just the press who've been put in the dock here by the scandal, but the police too. The mood of the papers improves when they turn their attention to the final Harry Potter film, which receives its premiere on Thursday. Awesome stuff is the unqualified virtue of the mail. Its critic found the concluding battle thrilling. The Sun halts the terrific movie a great British success, saying there were tears flowing and wailing in the aisles. Meanwhile, the mirror declares it the end of an era. It does indeed, and that is your newspaper review from the front pages on February the 7th, 2015. This is 7FM. You know you always tell me not to, po- <laughs> to point out anything wrong. Yeah. This was quite funny. Just read the top headline again for me. The very, very, the headline at the very, very top of the page. Now hacking claims dominate papers. No, news of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was just a little funny one, I thought. Was it? And I also, at the end then, I was just going to say, you're listening. And I, I stopped as I started saying... Did you not hear that No, one? that you oh, got away with that did bit. Did I get away with it? You shouldn't have mentioned that one. Oh. <laughs> News of the world hacking claims dominate papers. Of course yeah. it does. <laughs> no. Did you laugh? Uh, it just made me smile. Okay. Your show's cancelled now. <laughs> I, I thought it might be. On a, on a Wednesday, no more. <laughs> Will I be getting written? Idiotic madness with the monkey boy. Written feedback from the boss of 7FM as to my performance yeah. and all the things I did wrong during the show. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> I haven't got enough time to do that. <laughs> you need a bigger honest. piece of paper. Or a smaller font. What, eh? You need a bigger piece of paper or a smaller font. Exactly. Dan, Dan, <laughs> get him out. <laughs> Let's see if we've got anything more interesting to say. Uh, yeah, Cyber security? No one to talk about that. Nah, really. not interested. Not interested. No, no, no. We could do some more things of uh, things you didn't know this time last week. Yeah. 
The town of Bolsover in Derbyshire has the highest concentration of Satanists in England and Wales. <laughs> my lord. No, don't say that, my oh, lord. Yeah. My Sorry, evil my, lord. My yeah. dark lord. The, the town of... Yeah, yeah. Face cream made from human blood is the latest craze in celebrity skinwear. What? Yes. Got your faces red today. Oh, oh celebrities. That's okay. <laughs> 16 million people in the UK never or rarely read. How many? Uh, 16 million. Wow. 68% of us have stolen linen from a hotel room. Why? What? Oh, linen. But why would you do that? Uh, That's a nice shawl you've got. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> yeah, to just cover up the uh, yeah. thing on the towel there. Okay. Does it say Travel Lodge? <laughs> <laughs> Travel Lodge Plus. No, it says um, Snow on the World. Uh, oh, it's going to make a joke and I forgot. What do you call yeah. this? Youth Hostel. Don't bother. It would have been funny if I'd said it straight away. It would have been funny if you'd said it. Well, just, oh, pen. Um, there are 93 women in the Bible, but they speak just 1% of the time. Well, they speak in the Bible, do they? Wow. Almost a quarter of us now buy organic milk. Do you? A uh, quarter of us. That'd be if there was four of us in here. It could be one of us. True. I don't know if my milk's organic or not. Well, I'm not really sure if it is. Where's it come from? The Horses. Farm, farm next door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you buy it from them. Well, no, the dairy lorry comes up in the morning, takes it away in a dairy, you know, the big tanker, yeah. and then processes it, and then the milkman brings it back about an hour later. But how do you know it's the same milk? Uh, because that's the farm they use to source the milk. Well, actually, well, they probably get it from more than one farm. It, yeah. I, Re- like, I like to think it Are comes you a bit from naive cozy. on the old milk production side? Uh, might be. I mean, where do they take it to? Well, the only thing that worries me, they haven't got any cows on the farm next door. <laughs> yeah. They've got, they got a lot of rats. <laughs> <laughs> rat milk. They've got a lot of rats. Lots of rats led on their back being suckled by a machine with a straw. Yeah, there's a thought. Yeah, we've done that. <laughs> Great <laughs> name for a band. Only on a Wednesday. Milksuckler.com. Oh, dear. I know, it's true. <laughs> Don't Google that. Some more questions then. That's, I'm going to ask you some more interview questions now, okay? Go on then. Go on then. Go on, this, this is doing my head in, this music in the background now. I'm going to have to put it on some, a little bit more. Okay. A bit slow the flow instrumental. Let's try yeah. that. Speaking that? of milk. It's a little bit more chilled out, isn't it? Um, tell me 20 unique selling points about this phone. 20? Go on. It's white. What's unique about that? It's thinner than it's everybody other phone. It's got a bigger screen than every other phone. Okay. Uh, it's aesthetically pleasing. Bored now. Right. <laughs> please, uh, please bring a toy with you and explain how this reflects you as a person or a part of your personality. Uh, here's this thing I've brought. What uh, is it? It's got no batteries in it. Okay. They've, they've it's not a toy, out. that. It is. Oh, is it? Sort of a toy. Okay. <laughs> So, but no, I mean, this is, do, you, do you like to sing in the bath? Uh, no, I normally break wind. Would you like to drive through an, am- would you drive through an amber traffic light? There's nothing wrong with driving through an amber traffic yeah, light. Yeah, in reverse. With so you take closed. risks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you take risks. That probably is what that shows. Yeah. Which video game character would you be and why? You asked me that one once. I want to know again. Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. These a lot. Because that'd be Peak Street would be Pac-Man, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> Pac-Man. <laughs> That's a new video game there, <laughs> Pack Street. <laughs> oh, we got to stop this. <laughs> we got to stop it. Thing is, he's not even listening, so... Oh, yeah, well, he serves him right then, does. Got some great music coming up after the break by uh, Dave Sustain. He's going to be banging some tunes out. And then at 12 <laughs> o'clock, we've got big ones and new ones oh. with Andy Henley. It's good stuff. Yeah, he's very good. I like listening to that yeah. show. Good. Good show, good. that. Absolutely. Then the afternoon is just bits and bobs on. Yeah. Got the vicar at 8 o'clock. Yep. Doesn't Phil do some stuff on a Saturday night as well? Doesn't he do that? the... Mr. Trevor. Oh, uh, who does it? When does he do the... No, the E-Bum... I always call it the E-Bum show. It's the album show. And that's Friday, isn't it? It's the E-Bum show. I know. <laughs> it's another... He'll get upset if you say E-Bum. Oh, I was going to rip that up. Sorry, E-Bum. E-Bum. The L-Butt show. Uh, this is going to be a challenge you've got to do within 20 seconds. Go. 
I want you to build a tower of cups and that would not fall down when you put water in the top cup. Oh, it's kicking off now. There you go. We don't want to be doing that. Well, we are coming up to that time now where we say goodbye. Goodbye. And he says hello. So, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Are you in Wednesday? Yes, please. Okay, we'll see you then. We'll be back next Saturday. We might have someone else with us. You never know. Across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.